What is up, guys? This is a digital hustle by Taishi Arai, yours truly. Yeah, so uh, this channel, I actually renamed this channel. This was previously named uh, Photo Hustle because I'm a photographer and I'm super passionate about photography. Uh, matter of fact, I did the whole nine yards. I, I left my country with nothing but a camera and what probably was $400 into, and I moved into LA with my friend and, you know, just started taking Craigslist jobs over there. And, you know, there was a, it, I, I went through the whole nine yards. Um, I wouldn't say just dreams changed, but they did kind of they shifted a little bit and it was it it was definitely kind of um it was a weird experience for me because my entire life i knew nothing but to take photographs and i knew and and if i'm ever in a pinch in my life it was always photography that got me out of that pinch and you know i was at a point where i was on big sets as a photo assistant which is the next step to being a photographer uh that meant that i made these connections already i've known producers who had their eyes on me and people that i interned with in the photo studio got the big covers shooting the big artists um when i when i'm talking about the photo industry i'm talking about the photo industry you know the entertainment industry where you know you have everyone from the kardashians all the way to the a-list celebrities um we're talking about like gq covers vogue covers that industry so that was pretty exciting but you know um there was a little wake-up call I got really lonely out in LA and me and my friend at that time was starting a clothing line and things weren't going as expected, but that's all kind of expected. And so, you know, it was, it was a perfect time to, you know, go back home and sort of, cause, and, you know, see the parents and, you know, just be with family again and remember how that feels. Cause, um, it's, it, it's honestly been a whole decade that I left and I haven't really been with my parents or family for that matter. Uh, my journey was I, I started off in, I had to leave. Uh, I grew up in, I, I was in the Philippines for about 12 years when I was 18. And then I had to go back to Japan to help my father out with his um, dying restaurant business. Okay. And so that was definitely a trip because I did not want to cook at a restaurant. And now I know how to cook. I worked in a few restaurants to keep myself alive and thanks to that experience. But yes, I after the restaurant was sold, I left for California. I mean, I left for the cruise ship for a year and a half being a, a portrait photographer and that to- taught me loads of things as well. And I, that, that's experience that I could never replace. And there was tons of partying on that ship and just tons of work. Matter of fact, you don't get days off. Ask anyone who works on board a cruise ship if they get days off for months on end. And that's, that's a hard no, okay? So that taught me a lot in terms of work ethics. And eventually I really thought I needed something better for myself and my craft. And, you know, that the answer was going all the way back to Japan to sort of um, rest for a minute and just toss up for the rest of my life, which is what I did and which was still what I'm currently doing. I went to L.A., um, Worked a few jobs here and there, um, you know, two or three restaurants at a time, waking up at 4 a.m., you know, uh, going to my first job and going to my next restaurant job. And then, you know, between that, just taking photo gigs and taking whatever I can get, um, you know, using my passion and making money out of it, of course. 
So yeah, after three years,、uh, it was crazy because after three years of doing that whole cycle, things started to get clearer. I met this photographer that sort of swayed me in the right direction, and you know. The photo industry has a process. It doesn't seem like the photo industry has a process, but it has a process.、Uh, you definitely start somewhere, and you have a roadmap to take. You know, and it's not—it's not like you take beautiful photos on Instagram. Someone finds you, and you start shooting big clients. Although that's the roadmap for a lot of people too. I'm sure that's an alternative. But the one I know and the one I follow is a very classical approach to you know being a photographer. Which was、um, go intern at a big photo studio. Go intern at any photo studio, really. And the photo studio that I interned at was Milk Studios. And if you guys don't know Milk, if you guys aren't in the industry and haven't heard of Milk, it's the biggest, one of the biggest, most prestigious、um, uh, photo studio that well is on the planet. And they have heavy, good equipments imaginable. Um, they have all the stars shooting all their covers and you know their how、um, photo studios and stuff in the rooms, and that was a crazy experience. And so I did that for a while, you know, finished the internship and started working freelance for the studio as well. When there's a big job, they need an extra hand. I hop in and you know sort of lend a hand, and uh, uh, as well as just being finally a photo assistant, you know. So I'm 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 traveling with my. I wouldn't say my friend, but you know my mentor, the first photo assistant that gets me into anything. I finally found my connection in the industry, and so I started going on these big shoots. You know, we're talking Calvin Klein, we're talking some of the Kardashians. You know, that's crazy. I never thought that I would ever be in that position, and I just knew that I was next. Again, all my inter my intermates found their agents and found you know their voice, their photos, and. To be frank, my photos weren't that far from them, and I've had, you know, a modeling agencies contact me so I could shoot with them, and that was a turning point. And that was I, I knew that I was doing something right. And one of my favorite, one of my fa- friends, I wouldn't say, well, he is one of my favorite friends for sure, but he is definitely my favorite photographer, Iman Montalvan. He, you know, he showed me the ropes, and what he does is. Beyond what I think I could ever do in a million years, he just has a gift with him taking photos and things he sees are. It's just not something that I know that I'd be able to see.、Uh, the, the everything, man, everything about his photos are spectacular. But I got lonely, and so did my friend. You know, we kind of lived in LA together, sort of went and lived there at the same time. I've known him for fifteen years. And you know what? He's my brother, and we came to a decision where we had to go back home, back to the Philippines, and it just made sense. The alternative was to stay in LA, stay in America,、um, you know, with a past visa, with a what do you call this expired visa, and you know, just basically trying to figure this whole visa thing out while figuring my career. And that's gonna take upwards of you know ten years of not seeing my family, my immediate family ever again. And my baby brother was ten years old at that time, and you know he's still growing. I just spent like、um, I spent weeks with him. Now、uh, I spent weeks to you know a month just on visits every now and then here back in the Philippines. And my dad lives in Japan, so I have you know the luxury to sort of fly there and be with him if I. Needed to, 
right? And so I don't have that while I'm in the States. Um, it's just too far away. And I just didn't feel like a son anymore. And I kind of missed that. I didn't feel like I really had family anymore besides the people with the people I lived with. But a spark happened, guys. Between all that, I actually worked for um, a clothing company. And that at that time, everything seemed like I really wanted to not do anything. I mean, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to wake up nine to five, you know, staying in that desk in a stuffy warehouse on, you know, what they called a showroom, but was actually kind of a makeshift, makeshift room with a bunch of clothes and a bunch of hangers and a bunch of dust just flying everywhere. And at that time, I was sharing a desk with some other person too, doing marketing and when i say marketing everything's super general you know everything from the website uh photo taking video video editing everything from uh <clears throat> uploading products um what do you call this managing the emails email lists and customer service and you know put up uh social media posts and ads at the same time so you know you, you could tell how that could get overwhelming and nowadays if you kind of look at each service it's so deep that you know, it's everything as a whole is just not possible for one person to do. And, you know, the misconceptions of a lot of companies think that if you're a marketing person, then you're obliged to sort of do all these things. And guys, that is not true. Outsourcing is the key, right? You could have maybe two or three people there and they could all share that task simultaneously if you want things in-house. But having one person do all that thing and having one person accountable for any um, faults or errors that would happen between those platforms is kind of it's something that you could kind of expect. Right. And so, yeah, that's basically it. But at that time, it seemed so shit like I didn't want to fucking be there, you know. But then now that I'm back in the Philippines, I'm still working for the same company. When I started working for them, it was $4,000 a month in online revenue. And I was so happy when I left because that was my pride, my baby. It's something that I did right and correctly. You know, it was sixteen, dollars $18,000 when I left. And I thought, oh, shit, that's not bad at all. That's still a six-figure income, right, that I'm bringing to the table. But I was here and all of a sudden, you know, one morning... It wasn't, it, nothing happens overnight. I mean, one morning I decided, okay, so you know what? I'm going to study this thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delegate myself. I'm going to pay for courses and, you know, just like learn this thing a little more thoroughly and actually fall in love in the process. And I did fall in love with the process. I'm still in love with the process more and more each day. The more I take classes, the more I learn from it. And next thing you know, I've grown this company from $4,000 a month all the way to $100,000 a month. And I don't see the end of it. It's, it's just not something I see the end of right now. And although I'm not getting paid top dollar by the company, there's just futures of wealth and knowledge that I've learned to sort of accumulate for you know this certain niche. And right now I'm working for a motorcycle company and I'm like one of my clients is a coffee shop, a beer brewing company. And I, I do plan to grow that. And I realized my passion was, it was to hustle it was to work it was to be on the computer doing research for niches it was to you know create ads that really convert the drive them to the website so now i'm getting into um, affiliate marketing and thinking of opening a drop shipping store and just like really increasing my presence online and so this is 
this has been life-changing. My point, I guess, for this whole entire thing was that passion kind of changes, you know, what I thought once was my entire life. I knew nothing but photography. Um, that was my entire dreams and aspirations, why I woke up in the morning, what I think about sleeping at night, my next photographs and my next photo shoots and this and that and the possibilities and, you know, the impossibilities. But yeah, guys, this is this is me saying it's not a defeat. I do feel a certain channel in my emotion that, you know, it. I see how sometimes I could see it as defeat, but um, now I'm nothing but grateful that it happened. And it sort of primed me for the next chapter in my life, which needed a lot more tending to, needed a lot more um, research and time to work was this whole digital journey. And I kind of want to share this with you guys. And the whole point of this podcast is to connect you guys and be a tool to for you guys to be able to use for your business as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess that was it, guys. Uh, thanks for sitting out there and, you know, enduring my long speech with long pauses. I'm sorry about that. I'll try to be a little better next time. Thank you for watching. I mean, thank you for listening to the podcast. All right, guys. See you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.